On this episode, cross-selling and how it becomes a two-for-one special. You're listening to Upcycling with Deb. This is a Little Debbie, a bite-sized version of the full podcast, Upcycling with Deb. I'm your host, Deb Colometta. I wrote a number one best-selling book called Best Offer, Best Life, and it teaches you how to leverage online yard sales to get the wealth that you want in your life. I have a brand new downloadable. If you head to my website, thedebsite.com, you can grab that for free. Here's an example of how cross-selling items helped me clear out more toys from my space. Recently, we had an 18-gallon container of Lego toys, just loose random Lego toys. And my kids were not playing with them and they were taking up space in the garage. And I thought, this is crazy. There's some kid out there who would love to be playing with these building blocks. So I put them on the online yard sales. And one of the dads who responded quickly said that he could be there at my house in 30 minutes. We did have mutual friends in common. So I knew he was probably a real person and not some scammer. My husband was home. He's working at home. We're all at home. <laughs> so when the dad was kind of going back and forth with me about the information about the item, I engaged with him a little bit more. Was I chatting him up? You bet. I was trying to see, is he looking at these because he's a collector? Does he have kids? Does he have, you know, grandkids visiting and he needs to get more toys because I could help him out with that. I was trying to see if he was in a position to accept more of my stuff and he was. So he paid a good price for the bin of Legos, but then I was able to upsell him on a Hot Wheels track that my son just didn't want to use. When you are selling a toy or an item, think about in your mind, if you have another item that might also appeal to that buyer and you may try to sell it to them, or you may just try to give it to them. You can say, hey, it's a porch pickup. I know you're taking this bin of Legos. Would you also like this particular Hot Wheels toy free of charge or 10 bucks or 20 bucks? And if they say no, you can come back and leave it out on the porch and say, hey, no charge for this. If you'd like it, you can take it or leave it, whatever you like. Also, with this back and forth, it kind of cements the sale. So they know that you're trying to give them something that's worth something in the first place, but you also want to make sure that they're not going to go cold or forget about the sale. So rather than just saying, hey, are you still going to be here at 12 o'clock or where are you or don't forget, instead of just reminding for the sake of reminding, you can bundle that communication activity by saying, hey, I'd like to throw in a such and such with this. And that gives you a chance to A, confirm the sale time without pestering, and B, gives you the opportunity to unload something else, and C, establishes that good rapport with the buyer so that in case I have more Legos that I wanna to sell to that buyer who bought this first bin of Legos, I'm giving him something for free to bundle on top of his Legos bin. And then if I have Legos to sell in the future, I can go to him first instead of even trying to post it on an online yard sale. So I'm trying to build up that relationship in a way, almost like a client, because I know that 
soon I will have more Legos to give away or to sell. And I'll be able to go to him first because I've given him a few extra toys on top of it to bundle that value for him and to beef up the sale, so to speak, he might be more willing to purchase those Legos from me. If I send him a message and offer him those first as an exclusive before I put it on the online yard sale site. I talk in the book about cross-selling, but what about cross-giving? This also has a great benefit. If you have an item that you're selling, think about if there's anything else that you can give to the person and offer it to them ahead of time. This does a couple of things. Number one, it bulks the value of the item that you're selling. So if there is a little defect, of course, that you have disclosed to the person ahead, there's no surprises in the sales. But just say, because it is a used item, it may have a little bit of wear and tear. If you bulk it up by adding another item, they'll have uh, rose-colored glasses on when they go to pick up the item that they're purchasing because you've, you've increased the value and you've made it really worth their time. Also, it gives you an opportunity to connect with that buyer. So rather than pestering them and saying, hey, are you still coming at 12 o'clock? You can say, I wanted to let you know that I have this other item that I'm willing to give to you for free since you're already coming to my house. If you're interested, let me know. I'll leave it out with the for sale item, no extra charge. Now you're Killing two birds with one stone, which is a very violent expression. But anyway, you can get two items out of your house with one interaction and someone else is going to almost be like a client of yours. You can keep them as a happy customer. So by kind of beefing up that sale item, by offering a bonus freebie, even though you're not necessarily getting money in your pocket, you are clearing your space. That's always money in the bank in my book, pun intended. You're increasing your customer satisfaction. So again, they will be a little bit more forgiving when they examine the item that they're actually purchasing from you. If they know they're getting an extra, a bonus, or some bargain item, if you are deciding to charge for the bonus item, they'll be in a great mood when they come to pick up the item. They're not going to be in fault-finding mode. So this is going to increase the chance that you're actually going to close the deal and that the transaction will actually go through. So cross-selling is a great thing to do. Oftentimes I try to have similar items out so that I can offer them to the buyer when they get there, not meaning to surprise them, but just saying, hey, if you're trying to furnish a second home or a lake house and you need a coffee table, I have a coffee table to go with the couch that I'm selling you. And many times they'll say, actually, yeah, that looks really good. Or let me think about it. And they get back to me and they come back the next day and pick it up. It's always to your benefit to try to upsell while you're upcycling. Thanks for listening to this episode of Little Debbie, a bite-sized version of the podcast Upcycling with Deb. I'm your host, Deb Colometta. You can reach me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Deb Colometta. I hope you'll get your free downloadable guide on my website, thedebsite.com.